Welcome to Swine Doc Pod with Carthage. I'm Dr. Clayton Johnson, the host of our podcast here, and we're getting ready to kick off the second week, the second installment of our weekly update on wean pig pricing. With me today is our resident wean pig pricing expert, Mr. Steve Tuhill. Steve, welcome and thanks for joining us again. Yes, thanks for having me, Dr. Johnson. Steve, we had a really tremendous uptake from the podcast last week. Um, I had several people reach out to me and say that they really appreciated the material um, and look forward to future editions. So uh, you didn't do a bad enough job to get out of this assignment last week. Unfortunately, you're stuck. You're back here again. And I appreciate your time, Steve. Let's go ahead and dive right into it. Uh, USDA updates came out last Friday per normal. You know, what are we seeing in the USDA update on pricing and what's the scuttle you're hearing early this week on pig demand and pig supply? Yeah, absolutely, Dr. Johnson. So wean pigs uh, ended the week about $67, um, a little over $67, and feeder pigs um, a little over $87. Um, on, and focusing on the wean pig trend, just as we kind of talked last week, that that's uh, kind of our primary focus of that report, um, just because there's more of them that move than, than the feeder pigs. Uh, you know, this seasonally, we would see this trend uh, continue um, this time of year um, as we get into those, you know, May, June and July and uh, early August pigs being sold. Um, you know, I think this trend is going to continue to go up and stronger. Um, realistically, um, on the movement side of pigs, um, we're actually seeing uh, PERS positive pigs moving for USDA average because those pigs just aren't available to find. So I think that's going to continue to nudge some of these other ones up, you know, six, seven dollars over USDA for, you know, clean pigs before was kind of that trend. I'm hearing up to eleven dollars over USDA today um, on some of those some of those clean pigs and bigger groups that are moving that felt, have short fell times. Steve, I know we're selling pigs, wean pigs now, that are going to go into very favorable market conditions in the summer. And we always kind of see this increase in wean pig prices this time of year because of the normal market conditions. But it sounds like this is kind of an extreme example, even more so than just normal seasonal fluctuations in the price that's driving the price up high. Is that fair? It is. I think a lot of guys are looking at last year's trend and seeing where futures were and the cash market ended a little bit higher. Um, I think with with the slaughter report being down a little bit um, and, uh, I th you know, I think that's primarily because of COVID and we're just not able to get pigs through the plant, maybe masking a little bit that the pigs just aren't there in the industry. Um, I see this on the wean side, knowing the pigs aren't there. And we've seen this for about four or five months in that trend as well. Uh, so I do think that, you know, going forward, I think some guys are hedging that that cash market's going to be a little bit higher. Um, although that break even may not look, uh, look as great to a futures market compared to where they, they're gambling on a, on a uh, cash market. I would have to tend to agree with these guys that are doing that today. I do think that if they own their corn, they're producing their corn a little bit cheaper than, than buying corn, they have an advantage there. I think the other thing is, is you have some older barns and guys that, that are typically buying spot pigs. Uh, those barns are paid off, so they don't have the, the you know, the cash outflow going to um, a contract grower versus uh, some of the guy, a larger integrator or a system. Yeah. Well, and sometimes even those larger integrators or systems, if they're short pigs, they've already paid money on the barn space, right? And in some ways, right. they can almost write off some of that yardage check because that's some cost. They're going to pay it whether they got pigs in there or not. So that probably impacts their decision even further to bump up the price a little bit more. Correct. Correct. 
with prices, you know, um, at USDA level for first positive pigs, and and you're saying, you know, six, even up to 11 bucks above that, it sounds like it's almost kind of a desperate situation for people looking for pigs. Is that a fair way to put it? It is. the. I mean, define, uh, you know, the, the fell times desired and define the quality of pig that you're wanting. Uh, the volume of open pigs just isn't there. There's a lot of people that jumped on board early and got, got contracts locked up. Um, you know, that signed long-term agreements that normally wouldn't have been signed long-term agreements. Um, and, and they forecasted ahead and good for them. I think they did a nice job with that. And, and, you know, they're, they're going to make some money this, this summer with those pigs. Uh, I do feel that, uh, you know, I'm seeing more and more tendencies of guys asking about, Hey, what can we do for a long-term agreement or what can we do for owning a sow? If I can't, if I can't get a long-term agreement, is there sow shares available? Um, I took two calls this morning from, um, you know, from potential clients that were literally just hunting for sow shares. So I think that demand's growing. And I think that as pigs are limited and, and uh, a lot of the pigs are locked up on two and three year contracts, um, I think we're going to see more guys say, hey, if I can't, uh, if I can't find a pig, um, I'm just going to own the sow. Yeah. Yeah, it, uh, certainly in, in desperate times, if you can't get pigs available, you're going to look at options to try and control your destiny, you know, downstream. And, you know, the reason that those pigs are not available right now is the people that own the sow shares really don't want to give them up. Or you have to pay an extreme premium to get them to say, all right, I'll sell the wean pig at that price and forego any profits on the market pig that I could have. Uh, it's just a, a hard situation to break through. It's industry dynamics that are what they are. And until there's significant ex expansion, I think it's fair to say that that's kind of the industry we're living in. It is. And, and, and we're in a unique spot with that, because if you look at a lot of South share owners across the entire industry, um, you know, they're not guys uh, our age. <laughs> they are, you know, they're old, they're older gentlemen that are going to have transitional uh, generational transitions. And, and uh, so there's going to be some opportunity, I think, on some of that type of stuff. Um, you may see some acquisitions of guys that say, you know what, maybe this is the right time for me just to, to get out of my 2,500 sow unit or 1,500 sow unit. Um, so it's going to open up, it's going to open up some opportunity, um, you know, on, on the, on the folks that are just ready to do something different. Um, and I think there's going to be a, a definitely a, a seller's market on that um, as, as we got the buyers for them. Yep. Very good. Um, any uh, last pieces of advice for folks looking to either sell pigs or buy pigs here the rest of this week? Yeah, so if you're well, if you're looking to sell pigs, please give me a call. Um, we have demand. We'll do the best we can. Um, very transparent on what on what we get for those uh, as we're moving them, and 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 let you know, and and you make the decision on what we actually sell them for. Uh, so so you know, please uh, call me on those. Uh, on the on the buy-in side of things, uh, continue to reach out. Um, you know, if we can help you, we will. Um, we're very unique in the situation that we have. Uh, you know, a lot of vet clients. So we do get some pigs funneled in through us with that. Um, I did get some calls from some other folks last week after hearing the podcast and, and uh, they did have some pigs for sale and offered some groups. So, um, you know, if we can, uh, if we can help somebody out and, and uh, help broker some outside the system pigs, we, we certainly will too. Very good. Very good. And Steve, you want to give your contact information again here, just in case there's somebody that does want to get a hold of you. You bet. So my phone number is 515- 979-1999. And then my email would be S Tuhill. Uh, so S-T-O-O-H-I-L-L -L at hogvet.com. 
Very good. Thank you very much for your time this morning, Steve. Uh, appreciate your insight into this wing pick situation and look forward to catching up with you again next week. Absolutely. And thank for everybody for listening. Yep. I want to thank uh, swineweb.com. Um, Jim Eady and his team have been instrumental in helping us put together not only this podcast, but every episode that you've heard on uh, Swine Doc Pod with Carthage here. Please go check out their website. You'll find uh, no shortage of resources, um, certainly different perspectives on the wean pig market and all other markets, as well as a lot of the other uh, publications that are coming out every day about pig production throughout North America. With that, we'll sign off. My name is Dr. Clayton Johnson. This has been Swine Doc Pod with Carthage. Hope you have a great day.